tell me if this sounds like you. You'd love to see your business and impact consistently move up and to the right. You'd love to serve your clients at a higher level because status quo just isn't your speed. You'd love for your unique voice to be heard in a busy marketplace because you're the real deal and you deliver. If this sounds like you, welcome. You're in the right place. My name is Ginny Townsend. Now, let's up level. Hey, Podcast Nation, and welcome to another episode of Up Level with Ginny Townsend. I'm so glad you're here. So this week, this episode is all about how do you continue to up level your life and your business, even during incredibly insane times. So I have five different ways that I've found really helpful as you know we go through crazy times like so if you listen to the last week's podcast you'll know that we just changed coasts we moved from the Cal- from california to the east coast and we'll be in boston this summer um and then moving over to new york in the fall and so obviously like that that kind of upheaval and oh by the way there have been quite a few other like big changes, like exciting, like job changes. My, my husband got a, a great, um, new job as well. And so which actually like caught, you know, brought on the move, but like so many big and small changes when you consider a move like that, but you don't have to move cross country to have an incredibly busy time. It could be an incredibly busy time in your work. It could be in your personal life. It could be a combination of both. You could be going through really big transitions or, just you're continuing to move, climb up the mountain. You know, sometimes it can feel like a slog, like we've discussed in previous episodes, but you are up leveling, even in crazy times. And so sometimes I think it helps to have, well, first of all, acknowledge that we all go through crazy times, but then also that there can be a purpose that we can really grow, that we can become a better version of ourselves because of the crazy times. <laughs> Isn't that just an amazing idea? So I wanted to bring to you five different um, secrets to making the most out of a crazy busy, like up-leveling in a crazy busy time in life. And I think it's kind of appropriate. I was laughing before I hit record. I wrote out my notes. I scribbled out my notes on a, a boarding pass. And so, yes, of course, it's like we're always on the move. We're always going. And um, I... I'm excited and thankful that you took time today to listen and or watch, um, if you're on JinnyTownsend.com, this episode. Okay, so the first secret to up-leveling your game, up-leveling your life, your business in a crazy busy time, I think, is to gamify. And if you listen to episode 36, I believe it was, where I interviewed Tamalia, you will know... (laughs) why that came to mind first. Actually, since that interview, and we had interviewed, you know, it was released two or three weeks ago. We, d- we interviewed definitely before then. Um, but I've been thinking about gamification since then. And when, you know, it's that the reticular something part of your brain that once you see something, your brain start acknowledges like, oh, okay, this must be important to me. I should you know, bring this to like to the conscious level instead of just subconscious level more often. So like when you're looking at buying a new car, you see that specific car everywhere, right? Like if it's a Tesla, you start seeing gray Teslas or something everywhere. Right. But, um, but being able to gamify somehow takes, it kind of pokes a pin at the stress balloon, um, and allows us to uh, just 
approach it. It's just a little bit of a corner, a quarter turn on how we take on the stressful situation. But um, so some I, some examples of gamification in that that obviously since that episode with Tamalia, I've started being like, oh wait, I kind of gamify here. Oh wait, I kind of gamify here, huh? Um, but then as I've been looking for other ways to gamify, I have um, so if I have like a, a project that I'm working on that there's just I almost feel stuck in it. Um, what I will do is I will take my laptop, I'll make sure it's fully charged, but I'll take my laptop and just changing space oftentimes will be enough to jiggle loose, whatever needs to be jiggle loose and be like, bam, there's the aha, there's the adding green. You know, I can see what's missing from, uh, from this project, um, but I'll take my laptop without my power cord. And somehow I'm like, I'm fighting a clock. I don't know exactly when my battery is going to die. I have an estimate, you know, I have an estimate of how long my laptop battery life is, but it's not like I have a countdown timer. I mean, I have the percentage thing, but you know, and so I'll take my laptop if it's fully charged or at least almost fully charged. And then it's like that, that pressure that like, all right, all right. I have X number of minutes and somehow that usually helps me figure out if it's like, I know we all have our favorite parts of what we do. And then there are other parts. It's just like, you know, if you take your kind of tasks and bring it to a place where you don't have your power cord, I promise you, it'll at least put a little bit of like adrenaline to gamify, to get through and to actually complete um, what you need to get done. So, um, anyway, I love, I love uh, like adding gamification to what I do. Um, but then also I think another way is celebrating small wins. I mean, obviously celebrate big wins, right? But, but celebrate small wins. Um, <laughs> and this can be, I know, I feel like I'm using coffee shops in my, all of my examples, but, um, I could be like, all right, once I go, like once I finish X, I'll go reward myself with a coconut milk latte, which is, it is my favorite drink on a cold day, on a hot day. It's just what I love. Um, and so it's like, it's a celebration of getting whatever done. So if I'm like, okay, if I get this done early, like it needs to be done by end of day tomorrow, but if I can finish it before lunch today, I'm going to go get myself a latte. Um, so like really just approaching it in a way that kind of Fun is the antidote to stress, you know? Um, so if you can put a little bit of sense of humor, a little bit of, um, bring a little bit of that childhood part of, of your, you know, of yourself back into your work, how can you lose, right? So the first secret is definitely is gamify, whether that is actually racing a, clock, a countdown clock or, or, you know, providing yourself with a fun win or a reward, whatever it looks like to you. I encourage you to bring gamification into your, your everyday life, especially when it's crazy. Um, and then the, the second one, uh, the second secret is to take a, the advantage of that crazy stressful time to look for the scaffolding or systems that you can bring into your, your life and business. So if during a really stressful time, you you're like oh my gosh dang it i need to go like if you're really busy at work but like 
you haven't had a chance to go to the grocery store so your fridge is empty or like things need to go to the cleaners like are there systems or is there some scaffolding that you can bring to your life to really even if it's just for the crazy busy season bring in to relieve a little bit of like the mental weight but then also save yourself some time so if you can afford like you know, um, groceries delivered, like, you know, using a service like Amazon or, um, or Whole Foods or local grocery stores, I know do that, um, kind of wherever we've lived. So, or if you can have your dry cleaning dropped off, if there's, if there's some kind of, if you can delegate, if you can systematize, um, it, it just, it relieves a little bit of that mental load, like I said, and, um, whether or not, you know, a ton of our story, I have been fortunate enough to kind of live the laptop lifestyle um, over the last 14 months, something like that. And so we've lived in a number of states and it's been really fun to um, experience a bunch of different places and different seasons and um, meet some incredible people. But I will tell you that that adds, I mean, there's, while I'm super fortunate that I was able to do that. Um, but it, it brought forth a huge, it was so eye-opening of like, I needed to have a bit more scaffolding in place um, just to make, make sure everything moved, <laughs> pun intended, I guess, um, smoothly. So I became obsessive with the little things, like obsessive about where I put my keys, obsessive about where I put my chargers, obsessive about not overcomplicating anything. Like if, if something was gonna move with us from state to state, it needed to carry its weight. And so I've, I wholeheartedly dive, dove into the, the quality over quantity um, piece um, you know, mindset over like what we would actually bring with us. But it was very eye-opening to see like mail, mail. Um, so if you are considering the laptop lifestyle and, you know, being a little bit of geographically agnostic is what, um, what I called what we did this last year. And you have any questions, you just feel free to reach out. I feel like I figured out a lot of the scaffolding or systems, but having a, a, a mailing address, um, is not always easy. Like if you're, if you're renting an Airbnb for a couple of months. And so, um, I, figuring that out and just making sure that it was set in place and that we knew when we were going next that that would be set up in place. Um, because nothing is more stressful than not having a mailing address, honestly. Well, okay. That's, that's an overstatement, but it is surprisingly stressful. How about that? Um, so setting up whatever, whether it's a, you know, like a really unique opportunity, like being able to have that laptop lifestyle for a little bit, or if you're in the process of launching a product or up-leveling what you offer, adding in a new service or a new product in your business, what scaffolding can you bring in that will allow what you do next time, the next time you do it, or even like as you finish whatever the lap is that you're working on right now, what what scaffolding, what system can come in and carry its weight, carry more than its weight, and um, really help you to be able to stay in that zone where you, you thrive, the, the zone of genius, as they say. Okay, wonderful. And so the third secret is 
don't let exhaustion cause you to play small. So I know that when I'm exhausted, actually, there, there have been seasons in my life where I've, I've regularly um, pulled all-nighters, and I swear that memory of that level of exhaustion is still in my nervous system or something, because when I start to get really tired, you know, like working hours and hours and hours for like days in a row, you know, like loving the work, but then there's something about like, wait a minute this exhaustion kind of starts setting in and I feel like a soreness in my throat. It's that just a familiar, I'm like, oh, I need to like, hmm, I need to maybe call it an early evening tonight before like I get worn down and actually get sick or something, right? And so, but exhaustion, it can wear us out and make us physically sick, but it can also just wear on us mentally and emotionally. And it, I think, when we aren't at our peak as far as energy and our health, I think we, we you know, I'll, I'll speak for myself. We're, I'm tempted to, to say like, okay, what do I need to do? Um, you know, what do I need to take care of? But I, it's like when I'm in that exhaustion mode, it's hard for me to take on new or to, or push. And so I don't like to be in that exhaustion place because I know that in under any other circumstance, that's not me. That's not how I behave. And I remember hearing a number of years ago, this phrase that tired lieutenants don't take new ground. Um, which I just think is so wise. I don't know who to credit that to, but it was, um, it's wisdom nonetheless. So if we are exhausted, we're lucky to, to maintain our ground, right? Um, but I, I encourage you to, I hope that you'll remember like in a moment of exhaustion, like, wait a minute, first of all, you know, like, what can I do to maintain the ground that I'm at? But is there anything that I can do to, to like throttle back from exhaustion? So I can, you know, maintain that up level mindset, like that, that push to be your best, to do your best, to, to serve at the highest level. Because, and I'm sure you're the same as me, like the exhaust, exhausted version of you and the energized and healthy and, you know, um, well-fed, like with healthy food version of you, they behave very differently. So don't let exhaustion cause you to play small. Okay. And then secret number four is claim your non-negosh or claim your non-negotiables. So I know that a lot of, um, can like, not conveniences as I suppose is not the right word, but when we get into like that crazy busy time and it's just like what we need to do is the only thing that's in front of us. It is really easy to let things that aren't, that don't feel critical slide. You know, it just, because it's, it's kind of like, if you can't breathe all, all your body, your mind, everything is only focused on getting oxygen. It doesn't really care about like, mm, I could use a coffee. <laughs> it's only about oxygen, right? But rarely are very, very busy situations that dire. So they're, they ask a lot of us. Yes. But, um, but I encourage you to take a look at 
and they can be small and some may say frivolous, but what are some non-negotiables um, in your life that even during crazy busy times you want to maintain? Because once you're done with that crazy busy time, you don't want to have lost ground in these other areas. So for instance, a non-negoti could be um, going to the gym, you know, on the daily, or it could be going on a walk, if nothing else. Like if I don't move, if I don't leave my laptop, I'm going to go walk for a half hour or an hour at the end of the day. Um, it could be um, a, like a, a date with your significant other or a special time with a child on, on a regular basis. Like even if it's crazy busy, we will still find a way to go get, I don't know, an ice cream cone or something. Um, or I... <sighs> Okay, so I use the word frivolous, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be vulnerable and I'm gonna share one of mine. So, okay, one of mine is getting out and moving. So even if I don't have access to a gym where we're at, like getting out and walking for a half hour or an hour after a day that I've spent the entire day in front of the laptop, which is, this has been one of those days, so I'll probably go walk later tonight. But one of my non-negotiables um, is, is going to get my nails done. And I, I like, even as I say that, I feel it's kind of embarrassing, but there is something about like, okay, like I, I sat still for like 45 minutes to an hour. And like, I had that amazing, relaxing time where I was able to unplug, you know, and just sit there. Oftentimes I just sit with my eyes closed and think about, okay, so what I'm working on, what still needs to get done, you know, who, who do I need to reach out to, to? Like, can I, yeah, can I bring someone else, else in on this project? Like, what is it going to hit the deadline? You know, like all of the things that happen, um, the questions that you ask yourself in a crazy busy time, um, that time gives me the space and a very intentional detachment from tech um, and I usually come back just like ready to go uh, <laughs> from, from having a manicure. But then also when I look at my manicure, it is a reminder that like, yes, I made, I made my mental health a priority. I made um, myself a priority in, in, in a very crazy busy time. So it's, it's just, it's a constant reminder of like, okay, I can do this. I had the ability to take an hour off. We're good. We're good. So, so whatever the non-negoti is, don't, I hope you don't feel, um, I hate to use the word guilty, but I think sometimes we do feel that, that word guilty when, when something feels frivolous or can feel selfish, whatever. But I hope that you, that you lovingly claim what your non-negotiables are, even in a crazy busy season, because they will stand out as the little pockets of sunshine that can refresh you and renew you. And then you come back to work or back to whatever is, you know, back to packing. <laughs> that was, that was real for me. Um, with a whole new perspective, you're just refreshed and renewed and ready to go. And so finally, tip number five is I was thinking about it. I'm like, okay, so these are all kind of more, I mean, they can, you can use them for, for work or for your personal life, whatever the crazy busy season is. Um, but I wanted to have something that was a little bit 
unexpected, um, but it may sound obvious at first, but I hope that you will listen. And that is to stay really hydrated. So um, I know that like I start, like actually water is my biggest antidote for that two to 4 p.m. lull in the afternoon um, that we all get. They're just the, oh, like I just, all right, two, I get a big glass of water and I have a big glass of water at three or, you know, thereabouts. And it just, it totally elevates me and gets me through that down period. Um, but I also know that if I don't drink enough water, I tend to feel hungrier. Like I, I'll mistake um, dehydration for like being hungry. And then when you eat, you obviously you're even less hydrated and then you feel even more tired and it's this pretty vicious cycle. And so if it's a crazy busy season, you need to give like not only your mind its best opportunity, but the body that is actually going to help you fulfill on things the best chance to succeed. So yes, that might be seen as a wildly practical up-level secret for crazy busy times, but I think that does not diminish its value at all. So I hope you found these five secrets for up-leveling, even in a crazy busy time, um, very helpful. And so thanks again for joining me today, and I will see you next time. And until then, continue to be up and to the right.